the slim fast 14 day effect on your new year's resolution day one the new year you want to kick it off with a bang and you're not just talking about fireworks day 14 you're ready to start this year right looking great and preferably on top two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want Swap two meals a day for slim, fast protein shakes or bars, get in a 30-minute workout, and stick to a 1,200-calorie diet to lose up to six pounds in your first 14 days. Find Slim Fast in a store near you. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Ravenswood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Ravenswood After Show. <laughs> Welcome back, Ravenswood fans. <laughs> Creepy. We're loving the song. Uh, we're we're recapping season one, episode eight. Home is where the heart is. The song fits perfectly. Thank you, Marissa, for finding this song. I'm your host Emma Kay, and joining and me I'm is Sarah Jarrell. <laughs> well. It's been a lot of creepiness going on, transferring from PLL to Ravenswood. Definitely. But my ultimate creep in Ravenswood is Mr. Collins. Yes. It just seems like before he was nowhere to be found, and he was dark and mysterious, and now he's just everywhere. Yeah. And it's creeping me. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of reminds me of Edward Scissorhands for some reason. Not really sure why. Something awkward and creepy about him. (laughs) But, you know, for for someone who doesn't have much ties to the the community, except for the fact that you, you know, you have a morgue that you run and you take care of dead people's bodies, you know, people's uh, families and relatives, and all of a sudden now you're just... Uh, you know, this social butterfly going yeah. around, you know, to people's houses, taking them orchids. Now Luke walks into him, uh, you know, in the kitchen with, with his mom making coffee at one in the morning. Yeah. And he's like, what is he doing here? It's one in the morning. <laughs> and a his mom weird. didn't seem bothered at all. She, yeah. She thinks it's okay. She tells Collins, oh, why don't you finish your coffee and then yeah. you could leave. Really? Your husband just died. Yeah. You don't want to explain to your kids what this man is doing in your house? At Even that you... hour, especially? Exactly. Even if you were friends before. Yeah. Um, whoa. We have... A ghost. Freaky things going on with our earphones Uh-oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Olivia is just standing in the, you know, in the back and watching her mom. And she's, she's petrified by Collins. Yeah. She looks like she was crying or something. So, you know, she talks to, to look to find out what, what is going on. And they discuss 
how long, you know, they had been home and if they, they had heard anything. Um, but none of them seems to know how Collins is friends with their mom and what they have to discuss at one in the morning. Okay, that that is freaky. I'm so sorry. There's a poltergeist in the booth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we were having it's Miranda. Some... <laughs> Some difficulties over here. Just uh-huh. finished watching Ravenswood. Kind of creeped me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it creeped me out so much that um, I don't probably have to diet anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> Speaking of, have you? Has anyone tried Slim Fast here? I have. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. With Slim Fast, two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. In fourteen days, the only thing higher than your confidence will be your hemline. This podcast is brought to you by SlimFast. It's oh. actually delicious, just in case anyone was wondering. No, I've tried it. Yeah. And it's really good. I actually really like the the chocolate. If it's good, yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and, and, and it works. But yeah. you know, we were we were both thinking, and Sarah brought this up: <laughs> if uh, Miranda or the spirits, yeah, eat, <laughs> yeah, Beatrice. She, I'm sure she's been hungry in the last 50 years or whatever. Yeah, they all look like, you know, they have the same shape and form and, uh, we could, we could let you guys know that none of them work out. So. Yeah. It it has to be slim fast. (laughs) (laughs) Must be. Uh, but Miranda is, uh, playing detective. Yes, she is. So she's going around the house trying to find, uh, the spirit who was, attacking her yeah and she walks in on uh the housekeeper sleeping and she sees uh a young girl standing over over the bed and looking at her yeah so what did you think about that it was interesting to finally see a shape instead of the shape to actually see a person yeah my first instinct was okay well obviously it has to be that creepy evil spirit Maybe not so evil now that we've discovered. And then I thought, maybe this is Grenwald's daughter. And then I I totally canceled that. And I thought, sister. And then they said sister, but there was a trick. And turns out it was her mom. Yes. And I was thinking for, you know, this whole time that it was Grenwald's daughter. Yeah. That that's why she was in the house. Yeah. You know, to, to stay close to, to her daughter. But, uh, you know, and we have an interesting twist um, with Remy's help mm-hmm. and Miranda's uh, detective skills. <laughs> <laughs> they decide to search uh, to find out who this person is. And they find out that Beatrice is actually the housekeeper's uh mother and at the time that Beatrice was pregnant they had you know gone away from the town and came back and her mom told everyone that she was the one that had that had the the baby yes so that's why it's reported that Beatrice uh has a sister but in reality it's her daughter yes so so weird <laughs> Beatrice was one of the the five that was killed um, in the pack five in, I think, like, 1948 or something like yeah. that. 
So she sticks around the house because she gets to watch over her daughter. Yeah. And she warns Miranda not to not to mess with anything, not to ask any questions, to leave it alone and that she's she's protected. And I'm thinking, what is she protected from? Yeah. And you think this is per being protected? Yeah. Being trapped in a house? <sighs> Is More being like selfish. <laughs> but Miranda was really, really getting under her skin. The questions she was asking, the comments she was making, and she made a good point. You know, she said, um, when when your daughter, you know, passes away, she's yeah. going to be away from this house. She's going to go away. But you're trapped here. Yeah. Like, you're here now to watch over her, and you don't want to ask any questions or do anything to... To escape, but what happens after she's gone? Exactly. What do you do then? And last week, we were actually talking about how Grenwald, we thought she was somehow trapped or staying there because of something. But it turns out it might be the opposite, that the spirit is staying... Well, we know she's staying there because of her daughter, Grenwald. Do you think that Grenwald is staying there because of her mother's ghost? I believe so. I think she knows more than she's letting um, letting them know. Yeah. So she definitely knows a lot more. And obviously she's able to feel the spirit and to, uh, you know, when, when, they, when the spirit attacked, when Beatrice attacked Miranda, uh, she calmed her down. Yeah. So she is able to see and feel... Um, and she doesn't seem afraid at all to be in the house. So she's yeah. experienced a lot of things, um, that she, she's gone used to and she probably has answers. Uh, but for whatever reason, we don't know what it is and she won't tell, she won't tell anyone. And Colin seems quite young yeah. to, to know all the information. So I'm guessing... The housekeeper was there way before Collins. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if she helped raise him. It has know? to be something like that. So she's been there for for a while. And there's, what, a 17-year age difference between her and her mom? Yeah, exactly. So, so she has to be, I'm guessing, maybe in her 60s? Yeah, 60s. And Collins is maybe mid-30s, early that, 40s at the most. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Um, but we have an interesting visit in this episode. <laughs> Sad to see Hannah leave. Um, but we have Caleb's dad who yes. comes to visit visit him. And we find out that he uh, he he's here because he has inherited... Um, Henry Rivers house and he's here to to sign the deed and to take over the house and Caleb freaks out because he thinks (laughs) um something bad is going to happen to his dad and he doesn't want him moving into Ravenswood and his dad is um asking questions about Hannah and what happened why it didn't work out and uh Caleb just he's acting the same way Hannah was acting with with the girls yeah Brushing it off. Because they love each other. <laughs> <laughs> they will reunite. Promise. <laughs> Do you think um, he will... 
Well, he kind of has feelings for Miranda now, but do you think he would develop feelings the same way he has for Hannah? You know, I think he would have to die in order for that to happen. Or Miranda would somehow have to come back. But that relationship is so confusing because she's not physically there. They can't go on a date. The only thing they can do is, like, hang out in the house <laughs> by themselves and talk. Well, they haven't tried kissing. That's true. I was so, thinking about that today. You what know, if they, like, touched each other? I feel like I don't know what happened. I don't know. Maybe if you really want it, you could control your... Your energy? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) This could get weird. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I don't know about that relationship. I I think it's a little complicated, and I think he would have to die. Hmm. Interesting. Which could be cool. I mean, not that he would die, but it would be interesting to see where the relationship goes. But what's also interesting is how Luke and Olivia's house was being investigated for for a murder weapon yeah right after collins leaves their house exactly and they were very concerned about that as well so you know the first thing that i thought about when they open up the the knife in the um whatever it was wrapped in yeah i thought oh it's the knife from collins from, from the pack when oh they, yeah the pack they made but I was thinking, how did it end up over there? You know, it's yeah. it so long ago. Well, because Collins also has that other knife. It's different, though. The one that's in the case. Mm-hmm. So. Is that the one um, Olivia saw? Yeah. When she was searching around? Yeah, and that's the one that she thinks is the Collins killed her dad with. But this seemed like it was a pretty old knife. Yeah, it looked a little more tattered than the really shiny one that we saw before. Yes. It was buried, though, but it would have had him buried for a long time. <laughs> so they, they take his, they take their mom, and Luke fights with the cops, so they end up taking him into the station as well yeah. for questioning. And everyone gets a text message that there's cops at their house, and uh, Caleb notices... Um, what's his name? His name is Stalk. Um, um oh, Springer. Springer. I was gonna call him Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that works too. <laughs> Springer just in the crowd watching what's going on, and he realizes that that was uh Collins's old helper. Yes, and wondering what he's doing there. Um, so that the crowd was interesting, and I think that they placed him there for a reason. He wouldn't have been there if yeah. he didn't have any significant meaning. So I really want to know what happened. Uh, but uh, Remy wasn't able to make it to save her boyfriend because <laughs> she wakes up in a pile of drawings. Yeah, how scary. <laughs> all in her room. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, did she just stay up all night? Yeah. That was a lot. That so was a lot. I'm thinking, oh, okay. So she goes outside. <laughs> she's walking downstairs. I thought it was a dream at first. There is like, the drawings are all over the wall. Her dad was like, um, okay, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the psych ward. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to, what's it called, from Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Imagine. Oh my, okay, that would Imagine be a good tie. to Bradley. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That'd that would be, be cool. So maybe they won't close it down after all. Yeah, because <laughs> they have a new patient. 
And maybe that's how the spirits will carry over from yes. Ravenswood. I would like that a lot. It's a pretty little liars. It was a joke at first, but now I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> so Remy makes a deal with her dad saying, you know, that she'll go to the hospital. And, yes. But she won't take the pills. Yeah. If her dad would help uh, take, well, rescue Luke yeah. out of out of prison <laughs> so they agree and um so her dad brings luke home and she's surprised and happy and mm-hmm. she's showing him the pictures and the drawings and what happened but one thing that was really interesting is the drawings had words in um on them that were a clue for her yeah it was saying you know you shouldn't have seen yeah and the same thing was repeated in the jail cell to, to look by this old creep man yeah. who's first asking for the time and then threatens him and tells him you yeah. shouldn't have seen anything and you're going to wish you were dead. And when that time comes, it was just like, yeah, what? First of all, he looked like a pirate. Second of all, I think he was possessed. Like, how did you end up over here? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm getting really freaked out yeah. about this whole situation. And, you know, was it was a dream to help them or was it uh, a warning you know a warning and what remy says did someone follow her back oh so you know maybe the spirit was the one that was in that the old man's uh, body talking to luke and telling him to watch his back yeah you know what i was thinking going back a couple seconds um remy's dad was talking about going to the doctor and everything and Remy was like I don't want to take those pills anymore I was thinking what if her dad is trying to send her to the doctor and get her medicated so that they won't find out maybe he knows about the pact a little more than they do and he doesn't want her to dream about it anymore because he doesn't want her to find out what's going on that could be true yeah so I don't know if that would make him good or evil I think it would make him a dad worrying about his, yeah. his daughter and wanting her to yeah. be safe. <laughs> or maybe not because he doesn't, I don't know. I, yeah, you're right. It could be safety or it could be um, because she is roadblock. She is dangerous when she sleeps. Yeah. Out. She tried killing Luke <laughs> yeah. with a knife and then ends up uh, cutting her dad's wrist. Yeah. But, I mean, they are also trying to get the information to crack the pact. And if they were stopped, they might all die anyway. I think it's... You think it's good-hearted? It's kind. good-hearted, <laughs> but it's way over their head what yeah. they're trying to do. I think they need help. And as, you know, I've been saying for PLL, it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. And I, it's the same thing over here. I think they took the same... Uh, concept and transferred it to to Ravenswood. Yeah, uh, you know we see we see it with uh, Henry Rivers passing it down to uh, Caleb's dad and mm-hmm. to Caleb and the whole house situation. The bird flying into the house, scary. Uh, <sighs> his dad making comments saying, you know, oh, you know that's supposed to represent a death in the family i guess the bird came a little too late and uh caleb's like yeah i hope you're right about that yeah it's not no it's on time and it's gonna be one of us (laughs) that whole line creeped me out and i don't know if it was intentional of um caleb's dad the actor but he made a weird face after he said it and i was like wait what if he's evil but 
I doubt it. Well, talking about evil, <laughs> I just remembered. Uh, let's talk about Tess. Oh, yeah. Tess oh shows up out of nowhere at the coffee shop yeah. while Olivia is sitting there. And they decide to uh, hash things out. And now they're friends again. And they're sharing secrets of what happened, who they... That was a really quick transition, by the way. Very quick like, transition. Really? From... Like arch enemies to oh like let me tell you my deepest secrets <laughs> yes and Tess decides to share you know her deepest secret that she has broken up with Stalker and yeah. I know it's Springer but uh-huh. I'm gonna call him Stalker yeah uh, <laughs> and you know and then the next thing we see is she's looking into this store or whatever storefront whatever that was she's looking into and. Uh, Springer comes up from behind her and starts questioning her and asking her questions, you know, and she's asking him questions about Dylan and now they're, uh, you know, their bromance and what's going <laughs> on. And the way they were talking seemed like they were on the same team. Yeah. For the same purpose, but they weren't really dating one another. Yeah. And, uh, it, it seemed like they were working with Dylan. So whoever Dylan is working for, I get the sense that Tess is working for for the same person. Yeah. So she has other intentions, other motives, and I want to know what it is because it just doesn't seem right for her to be friends with Olivia all of a oh, sudden yeah. out of nowhere. Really creepy. But I get that same possessed feeling from Tess yes. that I got from Dylan. They're like really over the top nice and it's really creepy. Uh Hmm. Sounds like Collins. Yeah. Right? Bailing out, you know, Olivia's mom. Yeah. A little weird. Over the top. Freaky. But Springer, but, he seems like he's trying to warn everyone. He right? He is. He was yeah. trying to tell Olivia to watch out from Dylan and she doesn't know who she's dealing with and who he really is and what he, what he wants. And she just, she's... I'm like, what are you doing? You knowing as much information as she does already about the pact and what's going on, you think you would sit there and listen yeah. to what anyone has to say to absorb as much information as you can, not run away and hit the guy and get him hit <laughs> by the car. And was it a coincidence that Tess just happened to run him over? Oh, was he ruining no. their plan? She w- by he spilling was, yeah. the beans. That's exactly what was happening right there. Yeah, let me just park here, and then I'll watch you guys. And as soon as he runs, you know, across the street, i it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that but was good thing great. he's not dead. He's not he's dead. alive. Uh, you know, we'll find out what happens with him after. But one thing that he does mention, and I want to know who it it is. He um he says something uh about his dad, and he said, you know, that he's not going to be like his dad or something about his dad so i'm thinking who's your dad and the first thing that the first person that came to my mind was collins Mm -hmm. but i could be wrong yeah and then i went back to uh the conversation between collins and the housekeeper talking about uh springer yeah and how he's uh, you know stirring up trouble and he the end result isn't going to be good for him it's going to be a mess and someone's going to have to clean it up Exactly. Which made me think that somebody was going to... So did he send Tess to clean it up? Uh, I don't know. No, no, no. Maybe. I, I'm not sure if that's... I still... 
I don't want to completely rule out that Collins could be good, so I don't want to link him to Dylan and Tess yet. But maybe. What I do don't you think? know. I'm still like a little bit uneasy about him. Yeah. He's I'm creepy. hoping I'm hoping he doesn't have anything to do with it, but the pact has passed down generation to generation yeah. from call, one Collins to another. So he is involved. We just don't know how and yeah. why. And uh you know, he does everything to keep these spirits inside inside his uh you know within his property and inside the cemetery yeah but we don't know any no one knows why or if they know they don't want to ask any questions and they don't want to talk about it and beatrice was actually saying earlier to miranda that didn't you see what what it was like out there and she said that's not even the start of it you just got a little taste so Again, it brings me back to our whole theory about how maybe Collins is protecting them, but I don't know. Can be. Yeah. Can be. So who is Dylan working for? Satan. (laughs) Simple as that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But what does Beatrice do for Miranda, which I thought at first I was like, oh, she's nice. She's, you know, trying to help Miranda. And then after she opened her mouth, I was like, oh, Uh -oh. no. Yeah. The don't spirits, look at that. <laughs> the spirits obviously don't want Miranda in the house. So Beatrice brings her hair jar for, for yeah. Miranda for her to escape and really see what's out there. Uh, do you think she's gonna, she's gonna break the jar or do you think she's gonna keep the hair in the jar? Uh, I think she might eventually break the jar, but for now. I think she knows that there is some kind of safety and comfort in that house. And she doesn't seem so fearless of what's out there. So Mm -hmm. I think eventually she will go out there. But for now, I think she's going to keep investigating inside. Hmm. I don't think anybody else wants her to break that jar at this point after Caleb saw everything. I just wonder how long it's going to take Collins to realize that her, her jar is missing. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. And, <laughs> and start asking questions, uh, you know, who took it and what's going on. That does give Miranda and the kids an upper hand, though, with Collins. Because now they, they hold the power in the jar. Well, do you have any news and gossip for You us? know what? I do. After Buzz TV News. All right. Today, Zap to it uh, released... A little interview tidbit with Tyler Blackburn and he said he was talking about the show and how he gets to play um, original Caleb and regular Caleb and he was saying you have to carry yourself a little different you know enunciate your words more he was talking about how fun it is to play kind of the same character but a different character from a different era and he also said that this episode was really cool because they were all together for once, and he said it was like being the Scooby gang. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but other than that, nothing much. So what about predictions? Oh, let's see. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Well, I had a prediction, and now I'm starting to lose it. Um, 
I think it's a little more general, but I do think that we're going to see more of a development with Caleb and Miranda before Hannah and um, Caleb get back together because they're getting back together. Done. That's my <laughs> <laughs> prediction. Um, but I, I want to see where, like, how far they can take it until they realize, like, this is dumb. What are we doing? And then I bet Miranda will convince Caleb to get back together with Hannah because she's nice. (laughs) Hmm. My prediction is um, going to be that Collins and Luke's and Olivia's mom are going to develop more feelings towards one another. That's a good one. And I think they're going to be targeted even more from the town um and he's he's gonna try to help her with this whole case and yeah this murder situation that they they have pinned on her but i also think that the housekeeper is going to start helping the the kids and letting them know what's going on and giving them more information because uh i think beatrice might in a way persuade her or change oh, yeah. her mind. I definitely so, think she's going to come around. Now that she's th- realized she'll be alone. <laughs> I think so. So that's my prediction. I like it. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for watching us. Uh, make sure to log on to AfterBuzz TV to look at our co- and uh, podcast. Uh, go to YouTube, rate, comment, give us five stars. <laughs> and as always, I'm your host, Emma Kay, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Real Emma Kay. And don't forget to shop on to EmmaKaysCloset.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sarah GGG. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 